Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Perspiration Happy Hour, Season 2. And, oh, my gosh, this is going to be a great season because, one, one of the best things about this this new season is that we are now a part of talk radio. So you can join us live and, you know, be a part of the conversation. And that's really going to be one of the blessings of this one. Um, I am one of your co-hosts, Dr. Pamela Gurley. I can go by Dr. P. Gurley, actually, um, the unapologetic diva. And I have my co-host on the line as well. Awesome. I know. So today we are sipping on one of my favorite cocktails, of course, outside of, you know, uh, Zoe's work. I know yours is the Fireball, which is also named for your pet. (laughs) It (laughs) is. It is. But, yes, but today we are going to be sipping on jalapeno martinis. Which actually, they actually have a, yeah, I know, they have a brand, a specific jalapeno vodka now that you can buy. I used to make my own, but I still cut up the um, jalapenos and place them in the glass, kind of replacing the olive in a traditional martini. So I do like my, my drink spicy. So today I figure on season two is a good way to start it off, which is our 31st episode as well. It's it is. With a little wow. bit of spice. Yeah, with a little bit of spice. So you can't get better than having a nice spicy martini to go along with this with this episode. Spicy. So how are you today, Dr. Spicy. I'm doing huh? good. How about yourself? I am fantastic, fantastic. And so a little bit later we'll have a guest join us, and then we'll even open it up for some calls to see if any calls come through for our very first show so that you can be a part. Um, so with that, I'm going to leave it to uh, Dr. Zorka to give some information about her. So then, you know, for our new listeners, you know, tell a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, I'll tell a little bit about myself, and I'll turn it back over to you. Um, well, well, I guess I could tell about us together. Um, we actually, Dr. Gurley and I, we met in our um, doctoral program um, at uh, yeah, in Colorado, and we met, gosh, it's been going on like seven years ago that we met. We've known each other for forever, it seems like. And we, 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 yes, we did. We started together. We graduated together. It's been so long. Um, and I have, so I have my doctorate in business administration, and I currently, I'm a writer. Uh, I've written for, let's see, CNN, Newsweek, The Source. Um, Medium, their new magazine, Zora. I just started doing my most recent one. I was the Elite Daily, her magazine, Rogue. So I've done a little bit of writing as well. Um, and this is my, this is the, this is our radio show you've got going on. Got a few other things in the work, but really right now I'm just focusing on the writing and the radio and our and our show. And I, I came up with the idea for her inspiration. It was an idea of her and inspiration, as in we can find. Uh, women who are inspiring. So her inspiration was born, combining the words. Oh, and yes. And we turn you back know, over to you. You know what? It's so weird. Um, and I'll tell a little bit about myself in a second, but I have to really say I feel like we just graduated. <laughs> you know? I feel like we did, too. We've known each other for that long. Yeah, 2011. And I tell you, I think that the stress of getting a doctorate lasts yeah. for a long time because I still feel like, you know, I'm still <laughs> dealing with the, the after effects of just taking a break from wanting to do anything, although that's not happened, but that's kind of how I feel, you know, whenever I right. see a, a reminder. Yeah, whenever you see a reminder in your history on either your Facebook or your Instagram or something mm-hmm. that comes up, 
that's a friendly reminder that, oh, you was doing classwork this time last year, or we were in Colorado having fun, and oh, we got we were. <laughs> we, we do when when my when my par- when my parents our parents our parents together for the listeners at home our par- uh, Pamela's mom and my mom and dad um, they were all out there we got they got in trouble with the hotel because for partying too much so our parents got in trouble for partying too much at the hotel <laughs> just that's yeah. that's the kind of that's that was the kind of graduation weekend that we had and then we celebrated it at the Tilted Kilt which is it's like a Hooters but. Oh, it's just, just like a Hooters. I can't say anything. It's, it's like a Hooters. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. And I, I, yeah, we were playing like Jumbo Jenga and and all of mm-hmm. those things. So, great memories. Great memories, especially all in class. the memories. A, a lot of good ones. I mean, a lot of good ones that I will, you know, I will always cherish. And even since then, we've had some milestones together and have celebrated have. with one another. Yeah, your your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Your birthday, going going yeah. to Vegas. Vegas was so much fun. Oh yeah, Vegas and, LA. and yeah, LA, yes. Vegas oh yeah, I was just thinking, I was thinking most recent, yes. Oh, but you know so what? We, we were in LA. We were in LA a couple of times together. We were. It's it all. Yeah. It's again. It seems like it seems like it just happened yesterday, but it's been so long. It's so crazy to think that all this stuff yeah. happened. Sometimes it seems like yesterday. Sometimes it seems like a lifetime ago. It's, it's that's how that, but that's how things are. So, <laughs> luckily yeah, for now, flying. yeah, we have electronics to that. We have electronics so we can remember everything, which is the best part. Yeah, so, to keep it to know, keep what? it like it just happened yesterday. Oh, uh, tell me about it. I thought you know what I feel like a lot has transpired <laughs> even since we graduated in 2014. Um, oh my gosh, you know, yes, so long yeah, ago. It, yeah, I'm telling you, it's been a while. And I think I finished in March of 2014 because I just couldn't take it anymore. And the stress level <laughs> was ridiculous. <laughs> you know, after you, I tell people all the time, if you really want to lose some weight, go on a dissertation diet because I lost six pounds. I cried for like three weeks straight. Uh, you know, and then I look at now, I feel like there's nothing that I cannot do that You're right. would be worse than that. You that know, is true. So there's really, after that, like, I feel like there's really nothing that, I feel like you're really, that there really isn't anything that you can't do. So, yeah. Yeah, so um, a little bit about my background. I, I do a lot of things. So <laughs> I do, <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I work for the federal government, and I am a college graduate school professor, and I have my two businesses and a brand. I've written one book and writing in the process of doing edits and rewrites for my second book. Yeah, so I've been very, very busy over the last few years. And as a matter of fact, my first business, Clark and Hill, that I launched, I'm coming up on my two-year anniversary, October 1st. I saw that's awesome. Yes, it just dawned on me. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of where we got the idea. A lot of this is like the business, you know, because you do, you help small business owners develop their businesses. And so we decided, hey, we know some of you are small business owners or kind of entrepreneurs, just like that. So it's really tied in um with what you, with what Clark and Hill's trying to do for a uh for for a, you know for your job. Yeah. Yeah, and and so that was the concept. I remember when we first, you know, you first told me about Herspiration and you know what it was it was originally supposed to be and still might, you know, we're growing to that standpoint to be a visual um for visual interviews and everything and you know me, I don't like being on the camera. And so I said, "Hey, 
let's have, I got a better idea for me as a second, as a branch off from the brand, let's do a podcast. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a, I love the happy hour, you know, so you can't, you know, you when you make choices on things, I said, you know, Herspiration Happy Hour sounds great. And mm-hmm. from there on, you know, the podcast was created, and then we had Herspiration, which was the um, the visual. And so some mm-hmm. of our podcasts are still visual for us on our YouTube channel. So you know what? You all can yeah. check that out. You can still and when we're together, yeah, and when we're together, we try to keep it visual whenever we can because you know we're oh, yeah, well, when we're together, it's, it's definitely awesome being able to to do this in person is a lot of fun. <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely. And so, you know, everybody who is tuned in right now for our season two, we did shoot 30 episodes for our season one, and you can find all of those on, you know, most of the medium platforms from Podbean, the bus route. It's on iTunes uh, for those who have Apple phones. Uh, So, you know, you know, check us out. There were some great things. And so what, what do you, what would you like to see Zoe for season two come about? Other than the fact oh, well, that we're on radio. Well, oh no, I think I guess I you know I th- I think I hope that you know obviously we are going to be able to uh to grow our audience and to uh there's a lot there've been a lot of people who have really been interested in this and just really kind of kind of finding a way to integrate it with uh, my writing with the audience. I really want to integrate the this with the audience with with my writing audience. I've always unlike you, I've considered myself much better at writing uh, than speaking. I don't like speaking. I don't like hearing my voice, and I'm not as eloquent when I speak as when I write. But I can. You know, you can only write so much. There are times when people who know me really well know that I have a lot of great stories. I can kind of go on, go you know, go on some interesting, explain my thoughts pretty clearly. Whereas in writing, you are sort of limited. You know, here I can just say things, you know, tell stories, say things as they go, kind of come up with questions um and, and i can engage with uh people better um if i'm talking you know, obviously i'm able to ask some questions so i think that for me this i want this yeah i hope that this can be a uh just show another side yeah just show another side of me but um in addition to my writing because that's where that's obviously where my my biggest strength is <laughs> um ma'am you model so you can <laughs> <laughs> yes but okay here's the thing i want to say this and i've told the people this before Thank you. I do. Okay, so I model and I write. So everybody's asked me, why don't you do like a less crazy version of Tommy Lauren? You know, talk to the talk to the camera, do a vlog, do some sort of video thing where you talk to the camera. You know what? I can't do it. I can't explain it. I'm not good at it. I, I can model and I can write. I cannot sit there and talk to a camera. I'm not good at it. I don't know why. I'm just not good at it. I can talk to other people. Now, if I'm in a group setting, if I'm talking to other people, I can do well in front of the camera, but I cannot sit there and vlog per se. I, I feel like I look ridiculous. It, it, it's the and I know everybody everybody says that. Well, you're it, it would seem natural that I could um, that I would do uh, that I would do both, but I don't. So there, there's that. <laughs> well, we film when we are together. Yeah, we can. I can film with other people. I can't do it to my. I can't. I can't do. Solo, where I'm looking at, where I'm just looking at the camera. You know, is, does that make sense? Like, I can't do. I can, I can film with other people. That's great, but I can't just sit there and stare at the camera. <laughs> and talk. Okay. I can't, I'm not good at it. I, I'm not good at it. I don't know why. Some people can do it. You see people um, on, uh, what is it? On YouTube and stuff like that, and they're, they're on there. They're, 
they're talking, they're doing, you know, they're they're doing really they're they're talking to the camera and they're good at it. I am not good at talking to the camera. I don't know why. I just can't. It has nothing to do with how I look. Nothing to do with what I'm saying. I'm just not. I'm just not good at it. I I, I can write and I can model. I can't combine the two. I don't know. <laughs> that is so interesting. I it's, actually it's don't mind as long as I am not looking directly into a camera. I am. Yes. That's fine. I think that's what makes me very good about public speaking, uh, being a college professor. I'm in front of people, and I am talking, and it's very easy to keep people engaged. But yeah, in, per- in person, yeah. In, per- I in person, think, I can, in person, yeah. See, I'm, I'm like you. I'm not sure if I can just look right into a camera and read from a prompter. I think that right. would be that would be my my weakness. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and, and with an audience, it's different. With an audience, because people are there, because I, I feel like I'm talking when I'm on when I'm looking at right into a just a camera or whatever. I feel like I'm just talking to void to this to this nothingness, just this void. And then you wonder if it's even going anywhere. So I think that's what I think that's what it is. I think it's not having the uh, the uh, audience. So maybe that's it. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Well, huh. we learn something about yeah. one another all the time. <laughs> I know. Well, we'll, but we'll, 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 you know, and you, and but every, again, there's. So I think that that's kind of everything's evolving, and you, and you never, and you never, you really. I think as things start to go along, you um have to really evolve with things. You really have to evolve and see kind of how things are starting to. You'll figure out what you're good at. You kind of figure out where your strengths lie, what you're good at, what you're not good at, and if the things you aren't good at, you will you'll either figure out a way to adapt, or you'll. Um, or you'll either figure out a way to adapt, or you will, uh, you know, or you're just going to not do that anymore, and that's okay. It's just at least you tried. You know, I think then that's where a lot of us have to find out we're not going to be good at everything, and that's what a lot of this summer was for me. It was finding out like, hey, I'm not good at this thing. I'm good at this thing, and we're going you know, we're going to talk about our summers here in a little bit. But I think for me, there was a lot of there was a lot of finding out what you're good at, what you're not good at, focusing on the things you're good at, and just you know going from there. Okay. Wow. Let's talk about about summer. Yeah. How was yours? It was. When you're like an adult, do you even really have a summer? But no, I (laughs) (laughs) I'm one of the lucky ones. I have a, um, my husband and I, he doesn't work the entire month of, um, he doesn't work the entire month of July. So we were able to take off, and we went to Canada. We went to Hawaii. We went to Chihuahua. We went to Hawaii, and so we yeah, we had a good we had a good time. Um, getting to go. I've never I'd never been to Kauai, and I'd never been to the North Shore of Hawaii. So it was a really fun time. Okay, I myself, I took a I took a semi break. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A semi break. Semi break. I did. I'm I'm, gonna, I'm going to explain <laughs> the semi break. So okay, you know we got to take break. a break from podcasting. Mm-hmm. I also took a break from school. I don't teach during the summer. I teach, you okay. know, I teach very long semesters, so I teach 15 to 16 week semesters in the fall and in the spring. So it makes the summer that short, very short summer. If you're in school, it's really crammed. I am not a fan yeah. of crammed because my schedule is so busy. So I took the summer off yeah. from teaching. <laughs> Nice. And not okay, having all right. podcast, you know, you get the opportunity to revamp and you meet people. I did some public speaking. I did some vending Definitely. because I launched my brand in May, uh, Unapologetic by Dr. G. 
So just mm-hmm. designing, you know, the fall and designing my summer collection and just doing Oh, yeah, work. yeah, you'll have to talk about that. Yeah, and just figuring out what people like, what people don't like. And I'm very grateful that my brand, I've sold out of some, you know, several of the T-shirts, several of the notepads. I've had to restock some. I have some people, I had in my mind, I didn't want to bring back all of the same designs that I had for the summer, but apparently there's a demand for some of them, so I'm considering it now. Yeah. So learning, you know, learning those processes, I was really grateful to take that break. But I did get to travel a little bit. I uh, went to Hawaii. And it, it was also a really busy summer because I had three graduations that I had to go to. I had two nieces graduate, and my goddaughter graduated from – all of them graduated from high school. From uh, high you know, school, started right, college. Yeah. Yes, and so if the summer felt like it did not stop. It kind of feel like it's still going because technically it is still summer. Technically it is. It's like 98 yes. degrees out here. It's still summer. As far as I'm concerned, until it's consistently below 70, I'll consider it summer. And that's just my definition. But that's also considering, you know, I came from the north, so that's where, all right, yeah, I want to, that's what, I'll, I'll consider that to be summer. Anything it has to be consistently below 70, so, yeah, then it'll be, then it'll be summer. Okay. Well, you know what, we're going to bring on uh, a guest today, and her name is Carletta Carson. Carletta, are you on the line? Hello, hello. Yes. Welcome to being the first guest on Herspiration Happy Hour. So we're talking about summer. How was your summer? This summer was awesome. I got to do some traveling made up for last year. So I went to Greece. Oh, you went to Greece. Ooh, all right. How how Uh, where in Greece did you get to go? I'm, I did a land and sea trip, so we went to Athens and set, spent mm-hmm. a couple of days there touring the city. Then we went to a cruise, and I cruised for three days and island hopped to five ports. Oh, So it wow. was quite an adventure. <laughs> and it was to celebrate a 30th birthday. Um, so that person had a wonderful time, and it was awesome to see Santorini, Mykonos. Uh, we went to Turkey. We went to Potmos, oh. and then I finished the trip up in Athens again. I don't nice. know. Zoe, I'm feeling a little bit jealous right now. <laughs> I, I am too. I'm really, that is, I'm really, yeah, I'm, I'm really jealous because, that I mean that it sounds like a really that sounds like a really cool birthday. <laughs> so, yeah. that, it wasn't that my is birthday. Awesome. I wish I was turning thirty again. <laughs> I would not do that. I don't think I would go back to thirty. I absolutely brought in my forties. I can barely remember it, but I brought <laughs> you know, after I turned forty, I think life is just different. You view life so different. I think you become really comfortable with your body by that point. I mean, kudos if you do it before then, but I think you really stop caring, you know, really to a different level um, for me. I can't speak for anybody else. I just think you find a different level of peace once you turn 40. It's like you cross that threshold, and there's freedom. You know what it is? <laughs> it's, your, it's your brand. It's the fact that you are like, 
I'm older now. I'm okay with where I am in life, and things are all good, so I'm going to live it to the fullest. It's that. You've made all the mistakes prayerfully that you have to make in the 20s and 30s, but your 40s is just about living life and enjoying it. Okay. Oh, I'm sure we can find. I'm, I'm, I'm trusting. I'm, I'm sure Pamela can find some way to make ways to make her mistakes in her forties. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> it's just different kinds of mistakes. Yes. Those, yes. those be the good. <laughs> those are the good mistakes, though. Those are the good mistakes. The good mistakes. And look, those are those good mistakes that you just, you know, hate that there's now social media and cameras. So you are cautious about making those mistakes <laughs> because cell phones are not kind at all. No, they, no, they are not. <laughs> but when so. you turned 40, that was a good time. We had a good night because we all turned 40. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what? You're right. Uh, several of us turned 40 that year. You turned before me, a month before. Yeah. We are a month apart. <laughs> oh, see, look at that. So that means you have a birthday coming up then. Yes, I do, actually. What are I, your plans? I have no plans this year. I am going to <laughs> wing it. You're going to that, wing that's, it. That's 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 the best I way. Guess. That is the best way you can. That's that sounds fun. I like it. The winging it. That's a good. Ch- that that sounds like a fun time. I celebrate you know, the whole month, and I do oh. whatever um, comes up, any event, any invite, I accept them all the whole month. <laughs> oh, like is it like like there was there was that movie? Um, what was it? The movie where um. Was I think it was like Jim Carrey or something. He had to say, I think it was, it was like yes. He had to say, he had to say yes to everything. Anything anyone mm-hmm. asked him to do, he had to say yes to. I like that idea. That that is a okay. That's a cool idea. That I really like that. I, I couldn't even imagine. Can you imagine if every time you said yes to something, all the cool new things you get to try. Yep. No. Anything. Like, <laughs> oh, you want to participate? I go. Okay, it's my birthday. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, do you really think, with the men that we have in our lives, that we should say yes to everything for a month? Um. Well, with my husband, it would be I'd have to learn how to play NBA 2K on the PlayStation. I'd have to learn how to play Call of Duty. I'd have to learn how to play a lot of video games really quickly. That would be that would be <laughs> what I'd have to learn. Like master some video games. But I would never, well, not me, I would never say yes to everything Jay wants to do. (laughs) You know, every shot, every bar, oh, my gosh. I I don't mind the travel, but, yes, he would, I think he would love a month of yes because, you know, all the things that whenever he tells me just to sit my ass down somewhere, then I'd, I'd, you know, I'd have to sit down, and that's just not like me. I'm a busybody, so I feel the need to always be moving. And he always say, why can't you just sit down? I'm doing, you know, decorations and hanging stuff up or building shelves or laying floors or whatever project that I will find if I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, yes, if I, you I, need I, a I new project, call me. <laughs> <laughs> I am still working on projects in in my home, so I don't think I will be taking on any new projects for a while. So, Zoe, so what else did you do this summer? Do you feel like you accomplished much? 
Well, yeah, but first, well, first of all, I actually want to tell you guys something. Something about my boss. My boss, my old boss. When he, my old boss was a huge jerk, but he has the oh. best life advice. Oh no, this is this is the, the one good. I want to say the one good thing about my old boss. Um, he the he was let's see, I worked for him from when he was let's see, forty two to forty eight. I was with him for six years, and mm. I remember when he was thirty. He told me a story when he was thirty because he was he was a really good snowboarder, really good snowboarder. He was in really he was in really good shape, and he was the kind of guy. If he, he was in killer shape, so I'll I'll give him credit where credit's due. Well, I asked him, you know, he learned how he was a good snowboarder, and he didn't learn how to snowboard till he was thirty six. And the reason he learned how to snowboard when he was thirty six because that's old for people to learn. You know, it's, it's like mm-hmm. you snowboarding. You 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 you're going to be good at it if you learn when you're younger. I didn't learn how to ski till I was twenty two, and it took me a long, it took me, not a long time, but it was harder to get good because I had those fears to overcome. Snowboarding is even scarier than skiing. And as an, you know, as an adult, you have those fears to overcome. Well, my boss, he, um, he learned how to snowboard when he was 36. And he put his mind to it because someone asked him and he said yes. And the reason he said yes is because he said he didn't want to be the only guy. He was with a like, group of his friends, I guess. They went on a snowboarding trip. He didn't want to be the only one who sat down at the lodge. So he said yes. And he had no idea what he was doing. He talked about the first time he fell and fell and fell. But then he decided that he was going to get really good at it because he didn't want – he wanted everyone time, – time people asked him to be able to go to be able to say yes. And by the time I left him in 2018, yeah, it was last year is when I left um, Upside or Upside Collapse, um, he, was real, he was good. He would go down – he would be in the park. He would be doing tricks past kids who were like 17 and 18 – and he was really, really good. So it was just like, you know, you can't, he always said, you can't think about, you can't let, you, you can't never be limited by your age. And that was the one thing he said, he would hold everyone to the same expectations as whether you were 21, whether you were 41, whether you were 61, that everybody, um, every, that you, you should always keep trying and stuff like that. Always keep trying new things. Okay. I think that was one of the best life lessons I ever learned from him. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's he was awesome. a huge jerk. You know other, than, other than that, yeah, other than that, he was a he was a complete total d bag. <laughs> so, so what about you? What about you, Coletta? What What is something you learned about yourself this summer? I have learned that I need to be more open to new experiences. Ooh, we go hang out with my boss. Go hang out with my boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you to expound on that a little bit. What do you mean by that? Just open to trying new things, new experiences, um, not be so, I guess, reserved is a a word, is a way to describe Uh it. Um, Even when I'm amongst people I don't know or in different situations, I'm more of a person that will stay back and just watch instead of participating. All right. Okay. Okay. So are you, you know, so do you date yourself in your new experiences? No, I do not date myself, but I was told that I need to learn. Wait, I don't understand the question. Do you date yourself? Do you take yourself out on dates? No, I, I don't. I well, if you consider go, yes, I do. I sometimes go skiing by myself, and that's because nobody else. If nobody else will go with me, and that's I'd never done that before. I think last year, that's the only time I'll really. 
yeah, I think that's kind of a date. Going skiing is a date. Yeah, I'll go up there. I'll drive all the way up to Park City, and I'll ski all day by myself, and I'll sit there, and I'll just, you know, eat lunch by myself, and then I'll ski the rest of the day by myself. That's about all I do to, to date myself. Yeah. Do you take yourself on a date? I do, you know, but I was going to also say that is taking yourself out on a date. I do mm-hmm. date myself. So every now and again, I treat myself to dinner or I treat myself to a movie. And I think I was sharing this with you, Carletta, before, how I even will dress up just to take myself out. And here's That's the cool. Logic. I like that, yeah. Yeah, here's the logic why. I think we we spend a lifetime, and here's what I learned, of course, in my 40s. We spend a good bit of our 20s and 30s wanting to impress people outside of us, you know, trying to fit in, so to speak. As And then so we do things at the pleasure of others. When we go out on a date with a man, guess what? We want to get all dolled up and dressed up. But when it comes to ourselves and our own self-care and our, our own self-love, we don't do that. We might just say, well, you know, I'm just going to run to the movies. I'm going to throw on these sweatpants <laughs> and a T-shirt, and I'm just going to go. I don't and do that. And that would be me. Yes, I, and so I don't want to be that way. I feel like the same effort that I will give attention to myself, then mm-hmm. when it comes to a man, I already know that I'm going to be myself with him. I don't have to dress up to be with him, or I can dress down to be with him. You know, so it's, it's all in how you do your self-care. And I think dating myself, I get to learn more about the things that I love. And I also can learn how to be alone, not lonely, but alone in my own space because I don't need a relationship. Now, granted, I've been in the same relationship for six years, but I don't need that person around me all the time to have fun. I know how to have fun by myself. I know the things that I love. And these are things that you can introduce to the person that you're with. True. That's true. That's true. So I date myself for self-care. I think that's my level of self-care. And it's so weird. My, my cousin Ashley, if you ever hear her speak, I mean, she's amazing. And she always talks about, self-care and she always talk about how women say oh well I go get my hair done I go get my nails done and she points out something that is so important that's just basic hygiene you should want to have your hair done you should (laughs) want to have your nails done that's basic self-care so we have to change the narrative on what self-care really means and so for me I think dating yourself is a level of self-care because you learn how to do things by yourself and not feel at inadequate or uncomfortable. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I work from home most of the time. Um, I'm at home pretty much all, all day by myself. I'm there's there. I, I do get a lot. I, I have definitely get a lot of being by myself. So I completely understand. That's, <laughs> and I do. And I, you and also I, and get I do. I, up. I, well, I do, but like I, what I was finding myself finding or falling a routine for is uh, every day that I, because if I don't have to go anywhere, I'll you know wake up, go to the gym, then I'll come back to work. I was just not even, I was barely like brushing my hair, and I was just kind of, I was feeling like a bum because I was like, well, if no one besides my husband's gonna see me, he can see me just in loungewear, and then I sort of started to just feel 
a little bit more down. So now I try to at least put on real clothes, you know, brush my hair and not, you know, kind of at least do a little bit of something just so I feel like I'm still sort of human. So I'm not just totally bumming around all the time. Because <laughs> again, yeah, you can, after you do that for five days, you do that for five days in a row, and you start to feel, you yeah, you don't feel as you don't feel as good about yourself. I guess I could say. Okay, I I can see that. I can definitely see that. <laughs> I I don't know if I'm, and it's so weird. I don't really have like bum around clothes. If you. If, I just don't. Actually, if I have to paint, I'm telling you, if I have to paint now, I mean, it depends on what you say is considered bum around clothes. I I have sweat. You have bumming around. I've seen you call bumming around clothes. Just like, sweat, well, what like is sweat. What? That's a bum around clothes. Oh, but see, my sweats are are not the typical bum around clothes because I wear my sweats with heels sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a total diva. Megan so that's what I'm saying. So workout. I don't have. Yeah. I don't have just really loose, baggy sweatpants or uh, even – I will give you an example. When it's, when I have to paint my anything in my house, I literally have to rip, find shirts that I either work out in, which are still kind of designer because I like uh, cute tees that are fitted. And so I'm painting in that kind of stuff. I don't just have, like, big tees or anything else. When I want to put on a big T-shirt, guess what? I take one of Jay's. <laughs> so I don't have, I don't really have, I'm so weird. I don't have bum around clothes. I feel like all of my pajamas are sexy. I don't care whether they are uh, thermos or not. They're fitted. <laughs> I just, I, and, and, I'm, and I can be by myself. I just feel like I need to have that standard of care about myself. Yeah. Or maybe is that, is that vanity then? <laughs> no, no, not no, 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 I wouldn't say that. But that's—I don't find I, it unusual, but that's just me. I mean, some people are—you're comfortable with what you're comfortable in. Like I prefer leggings and a t-shirt over a dress. I mean, you just—you're just comfortable in your skin and whatever tight clothes make you feel the best, then that's what you do. I don't think vanity is because you have no casual clothes. I don't think that's being vain. Hey, I have casual no, no, clothes. No. <laughs> <laughs> not, I buy my clothes to fit, not be tight, and I'm always covered. It's not like I'm out here letting everything hang out. I'm very conservative, right. but I, I feel like, you know, my clothes have to fit me. I don't care what oh, I'm still, I'm, I'm still, I'm still, I will, y'all will do, I will, the next time that I'm getting ready to go through and give all my grubby clothes to, um, <laughs> to the homeless people, I'll send some out to you, because I usually, I, I get so many, I, well, I get all my, I get, I get all my sister's hand-me-down clothes, and then Pamela, I've actually done some of your hand-me-down clothes, which is cool, too, I get hand-me-down clothes from, like, you're the, like, I always say, like, you're the big sister I never had, and so I get hand-me-down clothes from, uh, my my real sister who's the same age as me and um then I get your and I get some from you but next time I get I get I have so many clothes I've been the same size about since I was 14 so I just things accumulate so I've got I will give you um an I will give you an old t-shirt from my high school so you can walk you can walk around <laughs> representing the royals I've, I've got I've got a whole I've got a tub literally I don't know why I haven't thrown them out a tub of HSE 
royal T-shirts. You can. I will give you a royal T. I will send you out some royal T-shirts. So you, you know, you can uh, you can rep Southeastern out there. <laughs> That's so oh funny. My yeah. God. Okay. Well, you know what? We're coming not too far uh, from the end of our show. So, Coletta, thank you so much for joining us today. And we're going to see if there's anybody. Wait, 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 on the wait. Line. I want. I, I want. I. I also want to know, what Carletta. What's the What's the first? Have you been invited to anything through birthday month yet? Because surely someone's asking. Oh. If you got to say yes, we want to know what's first on deck. Okay. So first, I bought a ticket to a, um, it's called a backyard hangout where it's a function by uh, somebody's Mason Club. I'll be attending that. I have a retirement party that I'm helping plan and I have to attend. And my old bus mate, we're going to pick a date to have a girl's day. So that's the three things I have so far. So I'm working on my calendar as we speak. Yeah, I can always let you borrow mine. You always stay busy. <laughs> no, I I don't want to be your kind of busy. <laughs> I'm just saying you will always, you will never have a dull moment, that's for certain. Yeah, okay, well, thank you so much, so much. And uh, I'm trying to see if there's anybody on the line that would like to share what they, you know, did this summer. There. Anybody there online? Anybody there on the line? Anybody on the line? <laughs> I think we, you know, I, I think we, I think you know, I honestly think Pamela, I think that we should have, uh, we should have um, probably, probably t- reminded people that they could call in because I don't think a lot of people realize. I, mean, I know we posted it today. I think we'll like, you know, we'll just kind of run cap to let people know in the next week. Hey, you guys can call into the show. You, you guys can call in. Here's the numbers. So I think we're definitely going to have to let people know. Because um, it, it's, it's something new, you know, and and people, they say people need to hear something seven times now before they get it. So I think people, yeah, people just don't really know uh, that they can do that yet. yet. So and that's we'll, true. And we'll it's definitely this, make you more aware. Of course, and this is the first show, so that's kind of nice. So you know what? It is. Since we, since we don't have anyone on the line right now, I'd like to ask you what challenge did you face this summer with yourself? Who are you asking me? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, trying to hear. Um, I'm gonna go with. Okay, well, okay, yeah, okay, I'll, okay. I'll give you one, then I'll give you the story because I, I can at least tell a funny story here. Um, mine was I was very, very frustrated with writing, just like frustrated because it was not going the way I wanted to. I kept keeps getting kept getting rejected by the big names and I think that it it's hard because you see all these other people doing so well doing so well. You see people, oh, they're like, you know, I'm in with these writers groups and they're just like, Oh, I get I just got a piece in the New York Times, I've got a piece of Wall Street Journal. Me, I mean I'm just getting rejected after the rejection. So earlier in the summer, I think I was about the point where I was like, you know, screw this, I'm just gonna kinda of quit and I really doesn't do much of anything and it was and then I was back home in Canada with my parents, and I and I hadn't applied to any. I hadn't sent anything to be submitted for maybe about a month or so, and I got a final rejection from I don't know, one of the big names. And so I come. I well, it was a woman's vertical. Sorry, I don't want to mention who it is in case they ever publish me again. But it was a women's vertical in a pretty big publication. So I come outside out of my room, my little room, and 
sitting there on the, on the couch. And we live on Lake Erie, so it's kind of where, and we have, um, and so that's kind of where the story is going to get interesting. And so there's, so I asked, so I just, I told my mom, I was like, she's like, well, what's the matter? I was like, oh, I was like, you know, this big name rejected me. She's like, oh, I thought something actually bad happened. I'm like, well, no, I'm upset because I wanted this. She's like, oh, well, and she says, do you want a lemon, she's like, here, do you want a vodka lemonade popsicle? And I was like, fine. And this was right, this was actually on 4th of July that I got rejected, July 4th. So I'm sitting there, and so she's like, do you want to, she's like, let's make fun of some of the other people whose articles have gone published in this. And I was like, wow. And so I was sitting there, and She's just like, and she's reading them out loud. And she's like, look, she's like, all these things. She's like, these aren't even that good. She's like, they're just writing about how much they hate the patriarchy, the patriarchy this, the patriarchy that, the patriarchy is oppressive. She's like, that's all they're writing about. She's like, you're out. And she's like, that's what you ought to write about. And so my dad, so my dad says, he goes, all right. He's like, fine. He said, go. He's like, go out and, and clean fish flies off the pool, and then vacuum the pool, and tell them the patriarchy did it, and then write a think piece about it. And the fact that he just, like, was just so sarcastic about that made me laugh, and I realized how dumb it was that I was upset about this. So I think then that kind of, the fact that he just laughed about the fact that I was upset that 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 something, that, that, that left me so little upset me that I was like, okay, then I'm going to get back into it. So when I got back, so I just kind of took off the rest of Canada and Hawaii. I didn't write at all. Then when I got back, I wrote, and then I hit, I hit big um, about two weeks ago with a piece in Zora, a medium's new publication. So... It was, it was that I guess I just had to stop letting it upset me so much, and I think that's kind of why I had to learn. I had to learn to, to the rejection's going to happen. You have to take feedback. You have to take rejection. Everything like that. Just kind of really don't let it define you. That, and that's where I was at. So yeah. All right. What about you guys, though? <laughs> um, for me, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of just challenges. You know, I this summer I really learned balance. I mean, I typically balance. balance, You know, I am the type that I live on my calendar and I balance my life out very well. But I did not realize how full my plate was until I stopped podcasting and teaching. Uh huh. And then you know, then the other challenge was spending the last six months in a new position that just has been nonstop and trying to get a handle on those things. And so that's been my challenge is just trying to balance out my new job and uh-huh. a new brand uh-huh. <laughs> and and all of those things. And I felt like even though I didn't do as much this summer as I normally would during right. like the fall and the spring, I felt twice as tired. Okay. I felt twice as tired this, this summer than I had in a long time. And so the challenge for me was just having to find a new way of balancing myself out, which is not that easy. It really is not. And so that self-care, you know, went out the window for a little bit. Uh, I'm just trying to find that new normal with my new job. Because, you know, when you start something new, you know, you got to find that balance of continuity of like, okay, I know, I know what I'm doing here, and it's really just learning the new place. I mean, thankfully, my job is yeah. by, you know, it goes by, by the law, so it's kind of easy. But what's difficult is being able to write and justify the need for money at a yeah. new organization. That yeah. in and of itself is a real challenge when you're dealing with a whole entirely different ta- um, climate. Mm-hmm. And yep. 
different level of people. You know, when I left a job at State where it was a lot of camaraderie and there was a little more openness and it felt more like a family, and then when I got where I'm at now, it's not so much that way. So it's definitely an adjustment. It's also a very small agency, so just trying to wrap my head around all of that, I just feel like no, even when I was traveling and doing all of these things, you know, especially as much as I was doing before, I started mm-hmm. this new job, I'm still yeah. twice as tired mentally. And more mental tired, which is way more, you know, way worse than physical. Yeah. <laughs> mental and so burnout, now I'm definitely. trying to figure out how I can, you know, put some balance in there to add working out or yoga or something, <laughs> something in my schedule for fitness. Because I think I yep. miss that now. I've lost that. I feel the, the urge to run again. And so just yeah. finding time to do to make time for that now. That's going to be my new challenge at this point. Awesome. Carlotta, what about you? I think she's departed. You think she's departed? <laughs> okay, I think cool. she's well, departed already. Awesome. Well, great to have her. Yeah, it was great to have her on, definitely. And I think that that's what, and um, for the listeners, if you have any who's listening, and, people, and the great thing is that people are going to be able to listen to this after, even after it's, it's over, which is the, I guess we have, so I guess we've had the best of both worlds that we have it live and people can listen to it afterwards, that uh, we have some, we're going to have some exciting guests on here in the near future, and that's what I'm excited about getting a new, because we've had such great guests, maybe bring some of them back in our new format, having some new guests. I'm really excited to see what all we're going to have. I'm also, I, I would love to catch up with some of our former guests. I think that would yeah. be one of the best things is to bring some of them back. I mean, I definitely yeah. want to have some new ones on, but I would love to just see how the last year has treated our our guests, considering, you know, we're mm-hmm. November will be at our two-year, you know, anniversary. That's- for her oh, yeah. Yes, and the fact that we are in season two, and I'm loving how we've grown. You know, mm-hmm. we've grown from just being on a podcast to now being on a talk radio. That is a, to me, is a pretty significant shift. Yeah. Uh, for year and for year two, and so I'm really excited to have you know the ability to have people just be able to call on, you know, call in and be a part of the show. And then just hearing from some of our guests. So the good thing is that anybody is listening, if you want to be a guest on the show in particular for a little longer bit of time, you know, do mm-hmm. reach out. We can be found at admin at herspiration.com. So just reach out to that, you know, that email and we'll definitely love to have you on. And and don't so then our social media, don't forget, yeah, don't and obviously you know, following us following us on social media, that's where we get a lot of you get a lot of our you know ideas and meet a lot of people and get a lot of ideas for guests. You know, if you if, even if you know somebody who you think would make a great guest, definitely let us know. Oh yeah, and you can refer guests. I think yes. some of my guests oh, have yeah. come from referral and mm-hmm. networking and networking. Mhm. Mhm. So and that's yeah, and just, you're meeting people. Yeah, meeting people who it, that's that's the best part of that is one of the we do, we get to know so many people through through the shows that we do, through the people that we meet, through through the adventures that we go on and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Yeah, so what what do you personally have coming up for yourself? Any any travel, any work plans? 
I'm going to go attending in late October. I'm going to go to New York City, and then I'm going for a few days. I'm going to go to Vermont. I'm going to go to Vermont for the first time. I'm going to do Maine, Vermont, and New Hampshire. So I'll get to check all of these states I've never been to off my my I'll count my Northeast extravaganza, the places I've never been to. I'll get to check that off the list. So I'm excited about that. Um, what about you? And just well, I'm going to say that in a second, but you know what? I want to go to Maine so bad. I have a friend that lives there, and I definitely want to go to Maine. So that's on my bucket list, just, you know, probably not during the winter months. <laughs> it gets yeah. really cold. Uh, the yeah. only thing that's really coming up for me in terms of travel is uh, I'm going to go to Miami uh, to celebrate, you know, Jay's 40th. Uh, oh, that's fun. next weekend. Mm-hmm. Next weekend. And then, you know, for my birthday in November, you know, I. I always try to do a trip for my birthday every year. This year, I'm going to go to Israel, so I want to visit uh, Tel Aviv, Jerusalem, and if I can make it to Jordan, I definitely plan to. So that's kind oh, of that, what I want yeah. my my trip for my birthday this year. It's not even a uh-huh. milestone year, and I'm going I'm going like that because I think for me, for my 40th when I went to Egypt, that was so nice. But I don't yeah. really want to wait to go, you know, back on that side. Yeah, you know, for my next birthday. So I don't want to wait till I'm like 45 or 50. <laughs> well, there's a lot Although, of it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. All the different I'll countries. I'll be 45 you know. next year. Look, I'll be 45 next year. So I mean, it would just be waiting a year. But you know, next yeah, year. Yeah, that's not that long. Too. I don't want to say. It. But I, I want to go to Chiang Mai. I want to go to Chiang Mai in Thailand for next year. Well, that sounds fun. Have you been? To Thailand? I went to Thailand. Yeah, um, I was through Thailand, and um, I remember it a little bit. We stayed there for like a day, and it was it was from what I remember, it was cool. But I, I definitely need to um, I need to I need to I want to go back as an adult. I want to go to um, Seoul, South Korea, and I want to go to um, I want to go check out Thailand and. I want, there's another place over there I want to Oh, I want to go back to Malaysia. Yeah, I went there when I was a kid, so yeah. I, you know what? I did like Malaysia. Malaysia was mm-hmm. really nice. Of course, I traveled there quite a bit for work. And mm-hmm. their food, oh, my gosh, their food is amazing. I'm trying to think, and I think it's in the West End there. I, mm-hmm. I, I used to stay there every time I went, and then one time I went, I was met because they didn't put me in the, the – they put me in – I'm trying to think of the name of it. What's the one that um, – I know the uh, president. Well, President Obama stayed there when he was president there, but I didn't care for their food at all. I mean, they had a great tea time, and their food was good. Yeah. But I used the breakfast over, and I think it was in the West End. Oh my gosh, they had the most amazing breakfast. I used to get up at like six in the morning, and <laughs> it just so that I can have at least two hours just to sit there and consume or anything that I wanted <laughs> from their breakfast bar. Total gluttony, I tell you. Total gluttony, but the food was really good. But I did enjoy sightseeing around Malaysia as well, especially with all the yeah. Yeah, there. Yeah, there. That was what I was about to say. I remember. Okay, so there's hilarious. You know, sometimes you wonder, like, you go place when you're a kid, you wonder what's going to be like that. You know, when you're older, and that's. (laughs) I'm that way. Yeah, that's. I'm that would. That's interesting. That's very interesting. That's interesting to know. So definitely. but um, no, I'm, I'm excited. I, I definitely am excited to go at least see. And I'm going to Seattle right after uh, that. So 
I've never been to Seattle, so I'm going to Seattle in early November. I'm really excited. I've never been to Seattle. Have you met my cousin Ashley? Uh, is it Ashley Whittle Ashley or a different Ashley? I've never met. No, I don't think I've no, met. No, this is no. my Ash. No, Ashley McGurk. She's a therapist. She's oh, no, I've never, met her in per- I've never met her in person, but I've, I've um, but I've, I've talked to her. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so she actually lives in a, in Seattle. That's where she's from. So I I went to visit oh, her oh. in Seattle. Yeah. So it's a great place, really great place. I did enjoy. I need to get back there myself. Uh, but I was there for a little bit, I think once October a couple of years ago, and it was kind of cool because I got to meet a lot of my family that's on that end. But I'll be oh, seeing cool. Ashley soon. I think she's coming this way at the end of the month, so I'll get to see her when she comes here. And then, of course, I do need to still come back out and visit Utah. I know. You need to come point. when it's you need to come. Yeah, you need to come when it's snowing so you can see you can you can try to ski. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> Just knowing that I have to get on an airplane, yeah, I don't want to break anything. I, I think that's my fear. Uh, I go, I used to go to Toronto or just above Blue Mountain in in Canada yeah. every January uh-huh. uh, for like I think for two two years straight. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I was too scared because I just felt like mm, I don't want to break anything. And it it would just be my luck. I've never broke a bone in my life, and that probably be how. It's not that hard if you stick to the um if you stick if you stick to the uh if you stick to the to the easy stuff you'll really be okay but that's all right I got it or we'll but we'll find someplace cool for you to go if, wait you're going to Miami next weekend is a hurricane gonna happen there because the hurricane's moving real slow right I I'm hoping that it should be past there if not then I guess I'll be well isn't it isn't it like moving really really like it isn't it moving really slow isn't it moving really slow because you have to go to Miami. The, I heard the hurricane's moving super, super slow. Like it's, it's, it's losing whatever. It's losing strength, but it's just moving really slow. So you might know you might not be won't be like in a hurricane, but you might be in a. It like might be a tropical storm, I guess, by then. Well, I don't well, know. I was just told that thinking. it would even hit Georgia by Friday. So I would have assumed oh, okay. that it would have been past there, past that point. But I'm, I'm really hoping that it loses its momentum. I have a lot of family and friends that live in Florida and Georgia and uh, South Carolina and North Carolina that, you know, I would worry yeah. about. So, you know, especially if it if it was still at that, you know, momentum that it was before. But I think it's downgraded from a five to a three. And so yeah. that that to me is a little bit easier. And I used to live in Georgia, and so I've never really evacuated. Uh, so. Yeah. Uh, but I do know when when it is time to evacuate how hectic it can be. And, you know, they've had the kids out of school, I think, all week. So let's just, you know, I'm going to say a prayer that, you know, it really loses its momentum by the time it really comes up into the Georgia or the Florida-Georgia line and whatnot. Nice. nice. And don't care okay. about well, it. Yeah. yeah. And I do hope that, I do hope you have, I do hope you have fun um, for Jay's birthday, though. Yes, this is milestone, so we're excited to go and celebrate. Fun. Yeah, well, third. yeah, Rob just had his thirtieth birthday last year, so I completely understand. So, it's <laughs> the yeah, the I'm Jay's not going to Jay's not going to wrestle Saint Bulls. I'm I'm sure at least he's not going to at least I'm going to worry about him wrestling any bulls. So there's that. That's true. Yes, I, he wouldn't even wrestle a bull, so I wouldn't have to even worry. about that. <laughs> So <laughs> that's not what he does. So we have about five minutes left. Do you want to say anything to the listeners before we, you know, 
clink our glasses and cheers our way up out of here? No, I think uh, I'm really excited to just, uh, I think I'm really excited to just see what this season, I guess, holds for us. And hopefully, um, yeah, just really encourage everyone to let us, to give us your feedback on um, social media. Just really let us know, um, just really let us kind of know uh what what you what you want to hear more of? If you have any ideas for guests, if there's anything that you kind of want to kind of want to hear, just let us know. Because we do take your your feedback into consideration, which is I think um, super important to know that we take all your feedback into consideration. And with the show's not about us; it's about you. So yeah, that's that's it's about you guys are. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you, and we want this to be interactive. Uh, I and listen to myself talk anytime. I just stand in the mirror and talk to myself. I want to talk to, uh, yeah, we want to talk with um, as many different people as possible. So, yeah. I agree. And so for me, I, you know, I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in on our first podcast. And, you know, believe it or not, it gets better and our drinks get better. And, <laughs> you know, I'm surprised we we didn't do a, like a fireball shot, but you know, maybe we'll we'll reserve that for there's the next. So there's this is this is season number this is episode number one. There's always time for a uh, for fireball shots. <laughs> I know, and so I had my favorite drink this time. So you know, in two weeks we'll have to have your favorite drink, and so you got to pick you know pick the next drinks. But I do love my you know my jalapeno martinis and. If you mm-hmm. like spicy drinks, then you all can definitely get you can find now. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, where they have jalapeno vodka, I recommend making mm-hmm. your own. I actually like mine because you can make it as hot as you want it, which is perfect that for is, me, and it goes great spicy. with a margarita. Oh, yeah. That's I true. Do, that is I true. I like to do spicy margaritas. Exactly. So mm-hmm. if you make yeah. your own, they make really great spicy margaritas. And on, yeah. other than that, you can definitely follow us on Instagram at Perspiration Happy Hour. Definitely give us feedback, and we're really going to take that feedback and, you know, our show is about inspiring people and finding that balance and just hearing from you. And everybody has a story that I think will meet and touch somebody. And so mm-hmm. when you come on and you share your stories, trust me, it, it, it would circulate and somebody else, you know, was looking for an answer of how they can, you know, do something better or live better or be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Yes, definitely. As far as my personal, uh, or you can also find us on Facebook at Herspiration. My yeah, personal brand is I am Dr. P. Gurley, and so you can find me on both Facebook, uh, Twitter, and on Instagram, all at the same, at I am Dr. P. Gurley. It's D-R-P-G-U-R-L-E-Y, I am. So um, that's where you can find me at. And I love to put content out there. Buy my merchandise brand because I live my life by it. It's Unapologetic by Dr. G. And, you know, it's T-shirts. I'm debating what else I want to put. So, you know, with, without further ado, we are going to sign off for tonight. So cheers to you, Zoe. Cheers. Cheers to you, too. Taking the glasses here. Yay. Yay. Season two down. All righty. Ever have a great rest of the week, everyone. Oh, and send us your drink recipes, too. We love hearing from that, too, as well. <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. All right. Have a good evening. Take care, everyone. Bye. And a great look and a great happy hour. Great happy hour. Bye. Hey.